0: Forever in Electric Dreams and Blue and Green Radio present a 90s State of Mind podcast. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought
1: I told you that we won't stop. I thought
2: I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Eh, 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 eh. Blue and Green Radio in a 90s state of mind. Welcome to Blue and Green Radio.com. Howdy gang, welcome You're listening to another episode of the 90's State of Mind podcast This is a podcast in collaboration with Forever and Electric, Dreams and Blue and Green Radio Uh, The uh, episode each and every week, I believe this is episode 15 um, And it sees myself, uh, my name's Imran, based in London And I connect with my Uh, My buddy, my blue and green radio uh, presenting colleague uh, Rhonda who is based in San Jose, California And each episode we pick a different 90s album uh, Across the genres of uh, R&B, neo-soul, hip-hop And we kind of celebrate it I think Rhonda uses a phrase called We give them their flowers And I love that phrase Uh, And uh, today's episode sees Rhonda and myself discuss The seminal album release by uh, R&B Trio T TLC released in 1994 on La face Records. We we'll, we are looking at crazy, sexy, cool, um, monumental, uh, monumentally successful record. I've always known it to be very successful, but kind of taking the time to kind of research it in preparation for the conversation, you forget just how impactful this record it was, and um, there are so many things to discuss from it, from remixes to our favourite songs to uh the lives of the uh the artists involved in putting it together it's um yeah it's a fantastic project everyone's familiar with with uh so many of the singles from red light special to creep to waterfalls and uh it was uh something i think I say in the actual episode an episode um we would have had to have had uh, in celebration of crazy sexy cool when discussing kind of nineties r and b um each episode uh sees um Rhonda picking the uh, closing song uh, but I get the uh, luxury of picking the opening one to introduce you and uh, to introduce you all to the project and to kind of pick my favourite track from the album so I will be introducing uh, the song Something Wicked This Way Comes featuring Andre 3000 it's the album closer and uh, arguably my favourite song from the album so we're going to play that one for you guys right now please quick reminder would love for you to check out forever at electricdreams.com to catch up with past uh, 90 State of Mind episodes which include Michael Jackson's Dangerous, uh, Bobby Brown's Bobby uh, album, we have done uh, Notorious B.I.G., Life After Death, Um, Gosh Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite, such a wide variety of uh, projects Mary J. Blige is my life. Uh, so, check out um, Forever and Electric Dreams.com. Uh, go to the 90 State of Mind Podcast tab and you'll find our full and complete list of uh, covered albums. And we'd also love you to check us out at, for, at uh, Blue and Green Radio.com where you can find shows from Rhonda and Ride the Vibe and uh, shows from myself. And uh, it's a radio station focused on contemporary soul, jazz, funk, and Latin music. So, again, we'd love your company there as well. I hope you very much enjoy the episode episode uh, and um we can look forward to catching you on future episodes as well thank you very much friends Remember back in the time when the only sign we had was pickets? Yes. But now in 94, it'd be this way. Something come wicked. G-Aims, killing others for color. Things that we wear for fashion. Other brothers take it for a reason to be plastic. But the cuff is going on. Not soft like buttercuffs, but had enough of singing that same song. See, I stayed across the street from the projects. Took out your mama trash and groceries to her trunk to keep my pockets. Fat like Sailor Only been in the jail one week for some sure bit. And I pray to God I won't repeat. I should have pulled it when I had the chance. T- that, because if I did that, y'all would not hear that. That shit, they put you on your tibbet, tibbet. Toes like that seller, not calling on no names, but really, who's bad? I go through off the coast like a whole box of condoms. You can't forget where you come from.
0: Take a
2: Basically, this is i think i think i've checked my numbers correctly we're on episode 15 okay. uh, of our ninety state of mind podcast so um uh, yeah, obviously we review some of our favourites and sort of more classic and quintessential nineties uh recordings. Uh so I'm thrilled to be doing this. has been we've had a bit of a gap, so I'm thrilled to kind of be reconnecting with you Ronda's just before obviously we went on air, I just said it. Uh so uh yeah, so I'm 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 kind of thrilled to be doing this with you again. Um and uh today's episode will see us discuss oh geez, the seminal um TLC record uh, crazy sexy cool uh released in 1994 uh La Face records uh as well this might be our first LaFace uh uh records kind of or is it yes i think it is 94 um, i think we we've, we've we've had a few records lingering on that 94 date haven't we come to think of it <laughs> yeah that
1: was a good year uh, it, it yeah absolutely the, was yeah hits, i think that
2: yeah, there's a, well, geez, there's a lot. I'm trying to think of recent ones that we had done from Heavy uh, um, Campbell's, oh, yeah. I'm Ready, um, Brandy's self-titled one as well. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, this is, this is a giant album and like, this is an album that kind of lived and died by its singles, uh, I yeah. think. And when you think about those epic, epic single releases from Creep to Red Light Special, Waterfalls and Digging on You, um the record was solidified 12 times platinum they were the first girl group to go diamond off of this record like wow exactly
1: mammoth selling record exactly. mammoth selling record yeah um
2: this crazy sexy call was your pick uh yeah. what led you apart from the the amazing credentials for the record uh what were some of the reasons that you wanted to discuss this record
1: um, just when I went to think about, uh, different, um, groups or, uh, performers, artists, uh, during the nineties, um, TLC was, was one of my favorites. Um, and, uh, I thought, Hey, I, I think cause we had been talking about uh, guys, recently, and I just tried to let's let's balance it the other way, right? And so I was trying to, you know, think of uh, female artists that we could discuss, and and TLC just popped in my head, and I remember the impact that um, this album had on me at the time in terms of the videos and the group because you know um, they were very talented, very um, hip-hop inspired but you know had their r&b and they like to have fun with themselves it was just a good group right and i thought okay let's let's dig into crazy sexy cool their their second album right mm-hmm. and you know when i went back to study that the fact that yes they were 12 times platinum i was like wow i didn't know that they were like the first uh, yeah. female group to get that diamond status which is very impressive so um, you just never know, like when you're in it and you're enjoying the music, how it's gonna uh, be over time, how it's gonna mature and age. Uh, but it's it's nice to see that it it has uh, solidified itself as a classic album. Yeah. So that, those were my picks. So what do what do you think about it?
2: Oh uh, well, I mean, it's a, it is a great pick. I think it's one of those sort of albums that we would have had to talk about at some point i mean when you look at its impact and and kind of i mean the singles again you know how huge they were from i mean we've done albums where we kind of we've looked at the singles and it's like mammoth single mammoth single nothing right. under the radar right. uh you know it, it's incredible i mean even again this is something we talked about and i was i i kind of just saw the date just a few minutes before i um uh before we you know we started our conversation so i didn't get to check but there was an album that we discussed previously and i couldn't remember which one it was where the sing where it was like the last single was like two years was it oh i think it was bobby brown where it was like oh. the last single was like two years after the album release which which was insane but even like on this case again when you compare it to to did to, to, to today's kind of music climate i mean digging on you which was the final single from crazy sexy Call, cool, came out almost exactly a year after uh the album came out it was um october 94 and digging on you came out october 95 and it just still to me seems incredible like that that long after a record that a single could still be coming out but again right. i think it was the bobby brown album and that was it was much later i think it was almost like a whole other year and it was almost like two years after i think the album came out he was still releasing singles that were still doing really well um which is yeah really really surprising
1: but have, um yeah digging on you came might out i have had that effect too i'd have to go back and check right Mm maybe yeah i don't know right but yeah you're right though it is amazing right Uh, the record company is probably ecstatic beyond belief but um (laughs) right i'm sorry i interrupted on that Um, no
2: no i mean i know you no no absolutely i mean it's I, i i it's funny i was looking at again digging on you digging on you had the distinction well the the unenviable challenge of following waterfalls oh <laughs> <laughs> which is like the biggest yeah almost, well i don't know it's like a, what a mammoth song to you know i appreciate obviously your everything's riding very high so you have to follow it up with another single but i mean gosh what could ever i mean digging on you was still a top five single so by no means yeah. to belittle it but yeah what i don't envy the other songs on that album thinking, don't let me follow waterfall." Right.
1: <laughs> right. Well, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I
2: guess before we cool. get to Waterfalls though, one mm-hmm. thing I was going to ask you, I mean, I actually, I remember when uh, the songs from this one, I guess Creep was the first single yes. get, came out. Mm-hmm. That was, that was my, Introduction to TLC. Okay, I mean, they obviously had a record in ninety two. The brilliantly titled "Ooh" on the TLC, TLC tip. T- that's yes. the that's the only time I'll say that. Uh, <laughs> okay. I won't do that again. Don't worry. That's um, fine. <laughs> okay. But were you a fan of that record? Had that? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah oh, I really like TLC. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you like SWB TLC. There were a couple groups, girl groups, right, and then eventually Destiny's Child for me, but. Um, that I, you know, was really listening to at that time. Um, And it's interesting, because you brought that one up, when you look at them and how they were young and, you know, wore the overalls and, you know... uh, Right. uh, To see them go from that to Creep, right? So Creep became more of, like, um, a sexier version of them a more grown-up quote-unquote if you juxtapose like the videos from the first album to this one they had definitely you know um uh, matured I'll, I'll put it like that right so um yeah i remember that video so that was mm-hmm. really it was all that was also a fun video and, and it's funny that um left Eye didn't really <laughs> she really didn't like that song what it stood for right, right. so they kind of her rap for it they're like uh, no that doesn't go with the song so no we're not using it right. <laughs> and so it's funny now to to know that's why she had the tape on her mouth because she wasn't speaking uh, mm. in support of you know what the song was about but that song blew up so um, and and considering all the issues that they had yeah, in terms of with record companies and and dealing with bankruptcy and all that, to, to to come out with this second album, which they really wanted to solidify themselves as a a a real strong girl group, not just a, you know uh, one hit wonder. Uh, this al- this album did that for them, right? Mm. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember all of these. Yeah, I, I was listening to it right before we. Um, went on the we air could. and so i was mm. like yep 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 i like that one like that one. Oh, <sighs> too bad i have many <laughs> this is gonna be a hard one later but um, oh you're
2: thinking closing already love it <laughs> well
1: yeah i'm worried about it but that's okay it's okay <laughs> i won't jump that far ahead i've got time <laughs> um but one of the the descriptions um uh was that it's like hip-hop soul right and mm-hmm. I think that that's really a, a great way to describe this album because it does have the infusion. You know, you've got uh, Five Dog, you've got uh, uh, Puffy Combs, you've got Buster Rhymes. You know, you've mm-hmm. got that infusion in it, and it's, it's a fun way to have them come in and be a part of this album. And and yeah. I, I went back and I think like Buster Rhymes was on this before he blew up a, as a a solo artist. So it's it's just interesting, you know, when uh, we had that discussion with Aaliyah, right? Where she trusted using uh, Timberland and Missy. And now we, we know they're big, but back then they weren't, right? right? So it yeah, was, you know, yeah. it, so you're taking these artists and I think Tribe was big, so you could you could use Fife, right? Because he referenced them. But
2: yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: but to say, yeah, I want to I want to go with Bust, Busta, and then everything works, uh, and then also Andre Three Thousands on there as well. So I mean, yeah. it's it was a good. They picked well, picked great pairings for them on this album. Yes. So yeah, yeah, kudos to them. In
2: terms of the hip-hop soul thing, mm-hmm. it's that kind of that Mary J. Blige template, isn't it? Right. Which is sort of the 411 kind of established and certainly My Life as well. Yeah. So, uh, and a Company remixes, my gosh, the remixes for both of those projects. But um, yeah, it's sort of that kind of template again. It's sort of a, where Puffy obviously had a huge oh, yeah, kind of hand in that. And um, yeah, he, he has a nice contribution throughout uh, this record as well. But I mean, something you said about Left Eye is kind of a probably another good, point of conversation in that i remember listening to this one again and realized and before sort of researching it just sort of listening to it thinking wow left eye is not like not on this as as much as i kind of remember it but then research would kind of suggest that she actually wasn't present for some of quite a large chunk of the album due to her kind of her personal issues at that time and um, obviously the the massively volatile relationship which You know, which I I think went on to define her, didn't it? That that, the house fire that ended up kind of erupting from, yeah, yeah, I mean, that did define her for a while. And I actually, I I, yeah, I I think like the the Aaliyah conversation we had, where I just realized I was, you know, you remember things in the wrong order, Mm -hmm. and so I guess the fire was before this album, is that right? Like, Um, I I think think it was because it kind
1: of, yeah, which is interesting because I think they only had almost a year off between, you know, I know they released the first one in 92 and in 93 and they started working on this. Right. So I think uh, part of early success is that you end up uh, maybe being in relationships or being exposed to things that put you in, you know, situations that, you know, as you get older, you might or may or may not make the same, decisions um, yeah that you do when you're a little younger and and uh things that might trigger you to do things like set a fire to your house at the time um there was probably you know just passionate uh uh frustration uh retribution uh, mm. um that you just want to to lash out right mm. and Yeah, but she had a volatile relationship with Andre Risen. And it was documented at that time. Um, But uh, um, fortunately, they were able to separate later. But yeah, at that time, yeah, that was was hard.
0: And I think that was
1: reflected uh, in Waterfalls, or just some of the things that she was going through to... um, you know, uh, bring peace and, 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 and more of a, a balance to our life. I'll say it like that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think from what I had read, it was sort of, that was, that relationship was sort of what impacted her reservations about creep
0: mm-hmm. in
2: that. It, I think she kind of didn't want it to be deemed that that was, you know, cause it's a song about, yes. uh, I mean, the, the, you know, the lead, basically having uh, extramarital affairs or, or sort of playing away, which was a, 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 something T-Boz um, was, um, you know, kind of, she, she wanted to convey that to, I think it was Dallas Austin, and he wrote the song um, as a as a result from her perspective, from a woman's perspective, where, you know, she, you're, she, you're unhappy in a relationship, so, you, you know, you, you, you go you elsewhere, and that was kind of the premise of the song, and I think Left Eye was very concerned about how this would make her look to to her, yes, partner, and at that point, so you can kind of understand, obviously.
1: Oh yeah, her apprehension, yeah, yeah, not supporting it, yeah. You don't want to bring uh, unnecessary um, tension into the into your your yeah. home. Uh, but like I said, the song blew up, so <laughs> you know it's like,
0: yeah, uh, yeah.
1: It's kind of sometimes um, happens like that. You think, ah, this this won't be that big. Uh, Yeah, it is. Yes. searched it that's the one uh video that um was shot three times so the first time they shot it they the director didn't get what they were trying to go for right Mm. then the second time they shot it they while they were shooting it they thought oh this is going to be good and then when they saw the end result they're like no so then they had to (laughs) shoot it one more time and then that's the one that we got so um yeah, I don't. You know, it's 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 interesting. Like, because like when I saw the video, I really you know resonated with it and the song. I mean, yeah, I wasn't supportive of running around. Hey, I want you. No, no, but it was still a great video. And then to go back and see like the backstory, it's it's interesting to note what goes on behind the scenes versus what we see as fans. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't. I hadn't heard that about the video. That's really yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, back to back when videos mattered. Oh, exactly. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Because um, I'd have to go back and see if that was. No, I don't Uh, think that was a hype Williams. But uh, (laughs) yeah. My gosh, that guy was
2: responsible for like ninety five percent of any any (laughs) of the nineties videos. Exactly.
1: Yes yeah
2: every puffy one every missy elliott one every buster Rives one it was hype williams yeah my gosh he
1: uh yeah he was on a on a roll there yes for a while so yes yeah yeah
2: but you're right um
1: you're lucky well no some artists still do videos but it's not the same yeah 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 Um, it, it is
2: interesting yeah i mean it's a yeah, it's, it's interesting to know, I guess, the the importance that people place on it. I mean, I try to think of like a music video that I would have seen recently or even looked for, you know. I, I unless it's something that people are openly like, oh my gosh, you have to see this, like a uh, childish Gambino and uh, This Is America, where oh, that's yeah. that's an essential video. You have to watch this video, you know. But I can't think of a time where I had, you know heard someone even say hey you know you've got to see this video or just anything that kind of made waves or anything you know so um but back gosh in the 90s that was a that was a glorious period uh, uh. just for the art of the music video and i remember being at school my gosh and then they would announce i think it's probably stuff we talked about well, certainly in our michael jackson uh dangerous episode where they would say next week you know, next Thursday, we're going to have the debut of the new Michael Jackson video. And you would wait with excitement to see, to kind of see this incredible thing. And I remember that was how they built up Remember the Time. And then you yes. watch it. And then you lose your mind at all the people in it. And this, you know, the special effects where he's spinning, and he turns into dust and all this stuff. And you go to school the next day and everyone's talking about it. And nowadays it would have leaked before the sentence was complete next week we'll have a oh it's out oh, oh. okay <laughs> it, really it's okay yeah. Everyone see that? oh yeah, exactly. tiktok
1: video they're dancing <laughs> yeah. doing dance routines off of it yep yeah it's already out yeah
2: the, the memes would have already happened parody oh videos would God. have already happened <laughs>
1: <laughs> that it's, same day it's amazing now that you think about it right because um social media didn't even happen people were like what what do you mean you didn't have this? Yeah. No, none of that was there. So that's why it was a major thing, right? Uh,
2: yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah and dude. actually, that's a good point you made about the special effects because in Waterfalls they had the the, right. the blue screen and all of the, the, the video special effects for that, which yeah. now I don't even know if a, a record company would want to spend that kind of money on uh, a music yeah. video, you know? I think what Michael Jackson was seven million for Scream or some crazy outrageous number. Oh, geez. Yeah, no, they're wow. not spending that money now. Forget it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, I remember <laughs> sort of. I mean, obviously Michael and Janet sort of budgets so, up. You know, yes. You no, know, I, I can't imagine anyone would have done more than that. But like, I remember. Yeah, I remember. I don't know who it was. Probably, like, probably Well, I, I imagine it probably was a Hype Williams video. But oh, yeah. I remember when Puffy and and Busta Rhymes were. were well, I, yes, it was the Buster Rhyme's Janet Jackson video, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. um, what's it going to be? That was like oh, a million yeah. dollars. Yeah. You know, and it was, I remember, yeah. And look how, how bigger they got. That was the great thing about it. You know, like the 90s, when you kind of, the first part, it's a, like hip hop at that time, it, you know, it's, it's low budget, it's filmed on location, and it's just, you know, you in, you, guys in groups, you know, on the street sort of thing. And then it just, as the genre gets bigger and bigger and they get more money and more budgets. And then you get something like a Buster Rhymes, Janet Jackson, like Terminator 2 yeah. kind of stuff, you know, oh visual God. effects kind of stuff. And it's just amazing to have seen like the genre just, just get so much more notoriety and be able to just have these insane, these insanely expensive videos, you know, like just amazing to see it kind of evolve over those years. Yeah, yeah. And waterfalls is just like that. Like it was a, it's a massively expensive video. Yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Um, but you know, I think, um, they were able to use it in such a way that even though it was huge, it was a good video. Right. We'll bring it back to them. Um, yeah. yeah. and uh, like, so creep, you had the subject matter, but the video itself was really fun. Right. Mm. Um, and then with Waterfalls, it had the message, so that was really nice. But um, I don't even, I just, you know, everybody does the TikTok challenge now. So, <laughs> <It's, it's, laughs> yeah. no, I think uh, Kendrick, Kendrick still makes videos, but you're right. It doesn't right. have the same impact that um, it had back in the 90s. It was like oh, yeah. cutting edge uh, at the time back then, mm. you know, and so, yeah, for them, TLC, they were able to to um, use it to, to help. Well, videos are used as a quote unquote marketing uh, mm. mechanism for your, your album. But it, it, I like the fact that the, they were still able to show their maturity, show the message and show their growth, let's say, from the first album. Yes, and
2: yeah, that is the best thing about waterfalls. You know Mm -hmm. the fact that it's not like a typical '90s like R and B kind of song. That you know, I mean, when you think about it, that for the time it came out, for it for that kind of subject matter to be as as popular. Uh, for a 90s R&B song as it was. I think that's a really special thing, to be honest. Yeah. You know, where it's, um, I mean, gosh, it still gets covered today. Everyone knows Waterfalls, whether you you know who TLC is or not, you know Waterfalls, you know, <laughs> right. because of your age or, or anything. I mean, that they, they've they created something there that's really going to stand the test of time as long as, you know, music on that commercial level kind of exists. I mean, it's, it's a, an incredible achievement.
1: Yes, I agree. And it still sounds as fresh now as it did then, yeah. which, you know, uh, uh, the production, everything, well done. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a good one.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you mentioned the um, like the kind of collaborators on there. I think, uh, so that was produced by Organized Noise, who are one of the new names that were kind of introduced to their lineup, I think they were using a lot of the people who had been on their the first album so Jermaine Dupri uh babyface, uh who's who's like a staple for our conversations at the moment. Like every record <laughs> we do, Babyface has like this yes amazing, indelible touch. He owned the nineties, didn't he? Like it's incredible. Oh, you could never do justice to to yeah. everything that he did for oh, that for that, that period would, of music.
1: That's a serious conversation to talk about him. And it's we should, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll we should do that, the day. Um Cause I know him from the deal and then to see him transfer, Ooh, you know, transition right. from that to where he went with him and then LA Reid, Yeah. That's a, and, and he can, he's still making hits. I mean, the man knows how yeah. to write a song. He knows how to make a song. So, um, uh, I guess that would be if, if someone took the t- torch from Barry Gordy, I would say it was him. Yeah. Yeah. In terms yeah. of just the different artists that he's worked with, and he just knows how to write great music that just you know lasts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, if you get past the what the the 10 second rule, where you hear the first ten seconds and decide <laughs> you're going to listen to the rest of the song, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you knew Babyface
2: all the way from the deal.
1: Oh yeah. I grew up with the deal. I, I had that album. That's, that's oh what's really God. funny. <laughs> like now it's like, I can't, I don't even know if I still have the album back then I had the album. Um, so it, that's why I think it's, fun. I'm like, wow, this, this guy was like this guy. Okay. So I not like the Amazing. deal back then, but uh, when you, you watch somebody as a, a singer, then turn, over on the other side and become this great songwriter and producer mm. um and i mean on a you know you're on these you know there's different levels to when you want to be like note like different producers and things like that but yeah it's interesting yeah and then i think back now i'm like who knew i didn't so <laughs> did not yeah. but yeah
2: Uh, I'm always staggered by your kind of music, like, like knowledge. Like I can say it, like I'm retroactive with it, you know, like I'll, I'll be a fan of Babyface, And then I look back and I'm like, Oh wow, he did this and this and this. And, you know, I didn't grow up with, I always say this to you, but I didn't grow up with music like in the household like that. And it's just amazing because that, you know, you're always like ahead of it. You're always like, Oh yeah, I was listening to this back then. And I saw this transition, you know, uh, kind of evolve and everything like that it's always very very cool kind of hearing your perspective on and stuff like that so the fact that you knew him from back then first is super cool
1: oh yeah um well I think that's part of our charm too because we're looking at it from different perspectives right and for me I just get a kick out of it because you know you grow up mm-hmm. with something and it's like real time for you so you never it's it's like when we're having these conversations now and to go back yeah and look at uh TLC and how this album has matured and how it's just it's a classic right um you, you don't know that at the time you just oh I like the song I like that song I like that song right and then you look back and you're like wow And then, you know, like you said, you can tie it back to when you were at university, right? Or during that time frame. And it brings back those memories of that time, right? But it's, you know, just, it's, I don't know, it's just a different perspective um, to just while you're living something and then reflect back, right? Yeah. And then for me, yeah, I was a music nut. So I, you know, I raided my mom's collection, I raided my cousin's, I had my own. So Uh, If I could get a hold of of whatever I'd like listening to, which was really like a lot of uh, uh, soul, R&B, Motown, uh, hip-hop, and then, you know, the jazz and all that stuff, um, Mm -hmm. to get that exposure. Yeah, it just makes it fun to talk to you about it.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, uh, So we, uh, yes, again, from the uh the collaborators perspective you know uh again these are really i mean all in all i know we we just touted baby faces uh you know the incredible genius that he is but i mean there's a lot of i mean incredible names here from again jermaine dupree who had an incredible impact on on the 90s yep. um but uh, uh dallas austin and again you know you know phenomenal uh input over that period as well uh puffy uh again finds himself as a as a sort of on the the lineup here uh another one who we've you know talked extensively about um and his kind of uh his impact on that so they've yeah they've got Chucky. just a brilliant lineup
1: Checky's in there too i was like no way
2: yeah yeah you're absolutely right and shame on me for not saying his name no, just no. then but that is a guy who really doesn't get uh the Full credit that he does that he deserves, uh, for that period. I mean, he was right there alongside those Mary J. Bryce recordings, you know, like he's right. probably, probably helmed more of the actual, obviously, the music, uh, creation that side of it than Puff, you know. So, uh, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, amazing input. Usher's album, Faith Evans's album, um, yeah, Chucky Thompson, amazing, amazing artist, amazing producer.
1: Yeah, and uh gotta read the liner notes, man, I'm telling you. So but it it, it's like um through our conversations and I'm like, oh he was a part of that, he's a part of this, oh, and he's on here too. So it's it's um it's interesting to see how he grew up and in the music that he's influenced too, right? And uh for him and and Puffy to do the remake. Prince. Right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I know we had talked about this offline. Yeah. Just about um, what makes a good remix, right? Um, uh, I think it, it, and I, you know, my summation was really the energy you get behind the, the, the song itself, right? So if when you're listening to it, um, it pays homage to the original, but still carries its own weight and you appreciate and you can enjoy the remix it's a good one and yeah. um yeah i really liked the way they they uh they you know they kept his his music but they they put their their vocals on there really well so it was a, it's a great great song Um, to,
2: the only thing, I mean, one of the first things I, I think about it in terms of, I, I think I'm always interested in Prince covers because yeah. I'm always very intrigued with what, at that time, uh, what makes him say yes and what makes him say no. And okay. I'm very curious as to, I suppose, like you obviously okayed this and he obviously okayed genuine doing When Doves Cry. But yeah. I remember what was that um there was a ja rule song um it was oh, you know it was around that time not too long after this um when, okay you know, him and him and have got you kind of ruled the world for a little while didn't they yes they did the <laughs> song uh, uh he had a song with case um and they did the stevie wonder uh do i do chorus and then i remember ja rule in an interview at that time, he said they, orig- they originally wanted to do a Prince song as the chorus. They wanted to to cover a Prince song, but he said no. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> he sort of said, "Oh, you know Prince." He says no to everyone, um, and it was kind of like, "Yeah, that he was, he did sort of have that reputation." So I'm always very curious when he says yes. I'm always very curious, like what makes you say yes? What did you do? You know, do you basically present? Prince with the finished version and say this is what we've done uh oh, is yes do or that. No? Oh. yeah or is it a case of hi we're tlc would like to do this yes you have my approval you know and it's a case of yeah and and i suppose i'm always interested in regulations about covering in terms of you can change this but i don't want you to change this and i don't want you're not allowed to do that so i get very interested with with uh, particularly from a prince perspective because we've a lot we've spoken a lot yes. about his level really? of control no? <laughs> no. oh about his level know. of control okay yes yes, yes. Yeah, about let his level of finish. control uh, yes. but we have spoken uh yeah at <laughs> uh so I'm, I'm i'm very intrigued but i i do i do love the the cover i think they do a great job but my only and it's by no means a a criticism at all because it's it's a it's one of my it's probably a top well no it is a top five print song for me the original but um i suppose the thing is when you have a song by a man singing if i was your girlfriend you lose that little thing that makes it bold and you know, really surprising when it's a woman singing, if I was your girlfriend, do you know what I mean? Like it's such a Prince thing to do for him to to kind of gender swap in that way. Um, But I suppose for a woman to sing those words, it's not, you lose that little element of that shock of what, what's he saying? Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, I think I agree from that perspective, because that was what, um, was an initial draw to the song in the first place when Prince yeah. performed it, right? Um, and I, I just think, I think for me, it was just because they sang his song that it was a draw for me, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when I first heard it. Because um, I didn't know how they were going to do it. Were they just going to perform it you know, lyrically, the way he did, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it while it loses that shock value, you know. Um, I guess the thing was just don't mess it up, please don't. <laughs> and then you listen to it, and you are like, oh, okay, you didn't. So, then, <laughs> you know, and um, and it, it's a it's a it's a treat to listen to it that way, right? Mm. But I think. Um I don't know if I I think I like the fact that they didn't try and like switch the gender for them to you know what I'm saying right yeah yeah that they that they kept it that way right cuz then so it's like I'm like you're paying homage to it and not and I don't know if if that's you know since I I don't know the behind the scenes. of Prince said, uh, "No, you won't be switching that." Or no, you yeah. won't be. Changed. So Imagine maybe if the situation was, was it if the I same have. way because Prince said, "Yeah, you can use the music. Don't go to, You know, yeah. <laughs> you know. If you give me a, a whole new interpretation of my, you know, I don't know how far away or uh, yeah. what uh, liberties they had on on the remake." So there's that aspect um, but to their credit um, what we have I I really enjoy it so yeah
2: yeah, yeah. it is it's brilliant it is it is yeah. a great song and it's one of those to me it's it's as it is it's a it's just a perfect song and I suppose in a way you why would you want to change anything the production of it is flawless it's musically right. it's brilliant uh, uh, you know lyrically it's just a it's a masterpiece song and I suppose they, they I wonder if it ever crossed their minds to say if I was your boyfriend and like to have, like them singing to a guy about if I was your male friend, you would right. you would tell me right. this. You would we right. could play oh, Playstation yeah. and we
1: and, yeah. Yeah. I, and see I, and then Prince would be like, uh no. 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 Sorry. Yeah, that that one play. may not work I, that I well. Did he play Playstation? Be like, no. I play basketball. I didn't play Playstation pancakes no that's <laughs> be
2: it was pancakes and table tennis wasn't it yeah. exactly that's <laughs> what you can do that's it. so are there, are, are there any uh other songs as like from there that you would cite as like some of your your kind of standout favorites
1: really? oh I, I loved red light special that was yeah. good it's a great yeah. video for that um yes again and that's what i'm saying from the from the first album this was another one that showed their you know that they have evolved as uh, and matured as artists and showed more of their a different side of them right time that was i was like oh yeah i forgot that was on the album that was a, a great cut mm-hmm. um uh, uh digging on you of course because that that was like i remember that one um when it was released uh, as a single oh and let's do it again i like that track too yeah so i was yeah, like yeah. I, like this was, I, it was really nice to go back and listen to this and just like oh yeah that was good that was good that was good um I mean, yeah, this is it's it's another fun one that where we get to um, go back and, and really enjoy great music. Right. Hmm. So, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I'd I always re-
2: have to shout out uh, something wicked this way comes. I think oh, it's a brilliant, yeah. brilliant song. Great okay. closer. Really great closer.
1: And it's exactly. crazy. You
2: have you have fire from a tribe called Quest kicking off your album. You have Andre yes. 3000 from Outcast closing it like, oh, come on. That's pretty cool.
1: (laughs) Right. For your second album. Right. So it was like, um, no sophomore jinx. Nope. Yeah. Um, it, it, like they were hoping it would solidify them and it did. Um, Mm. and their impact, uh, on the nineties was felt. Um, and you know, then you get to be, you know, other groups or other girl groups that come after get to draw from, from, um, their experience of being influenced by them so yeah um yeah
2: great movie. it was the 90s was a great period for girl groups wasn't it like yeah from i mean obviously tlc swv gosh you yeah. couldn't yep. deny them their time total who are probably oh, yeah, my total. favorite r&b trio yeah. like i adored them they were amazing uh, escape, uh, escape short-lived sister uh, as well missy group so i mean they, they, it was a great period for Oh, and, and, and I think you mentioned earlier a little-known group called Destiny's Child. Who, yeah, whatever happened little, to them?
1: You know, whatever happened know. to them? Yeah, they they <laughs> kind of went. You know, they had a couple albums, and then you know, they It's kind of went the way of the Supremes. I don't know. The lead singer goes off. She did something. Not to, not to. Do,
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah, not to tangent too much. But my gosh, yeah. I mean, I remember when No, No, No dropped. Oh. like who who could have pre- like and that as that was a really cool song i really really enjoyed that but who could have imagined that at that point that beyonce the lead singer of that would have gone on to be like one of the biggest solo artists of all time like it's insane isn't it i love the fact that we got to experience people from day one you know right. and then just become one of the biggest names in music like even jay-z you know, yeah. we, were, we were there when um, when Reasonable Doubt dropped, you know, and yep. who would have thought, you know, like, boom, that he would have just, again, been like one of the biggest names kind of in music. So oh, I freaking love the Naïs. I really love the Naïs. <laughs> <laughs> was just, it was just so great. It was so great. But yeah, it was amazing. But yeah, there was a, such a great uh, kind of series of girl groups uh, from that time as well. It was just brilliant stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean um we're not running short of uh artists right to celebrate. And yeah. Um it's like I said, it's interesting cuz we both lived it, right? And you hear albums, but not all of them last 25 years plus for us to then go back and and yeah. talk about them as fondly and to enjoy them as much as we did when we were younger. It's like, uh, why did you listen to that? Uh well, you know, when I was younger and uh, dumber, I, yeah, <laughs> I liked it. But no, these are, you know, great <laughs> musicians, great artists that put together work that we could now look back and say, you know, I enjoyed it, you know, early 90s. And the music is still, you know, It's a great album to go back and listen to Yeah, now, right? Yes. So, I know. It's an album, people. You know, our young ones (laughs) out there won't know. They may not know. What is that album? It's a collection of MP3s. Yes. On one. (laughs) (laughs)
2: At at that time, quite fondly, uh, found on a cassette tape. Exactly. uh, On two sides.
1: Maybe a CD. Maybe a CD, too. (laughs) I don't even. What's a CD that? A little cup holder on your laptop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> the, those
2: coasters your parents oh, used to exactly, use. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! You're like what? Oh
2: yes. How they <laughs> so?
1: Uh, I, mean, I love it. Um, so, uh, what what song? Or did we miss something? uh' um, a favorite geez. from you well make sure you get. Uh, I, I think we we some. have
2: we've covered all the the favorites that i would um cite uh i think yeah i mean yeah i think we have i mean something wicked this way comes is probably the only one that hadn 't been mentioned but you 're right you know oh, yeah. everything you listed were uh wonderful um um uh contributions it's a great it's a it's a brilliant brilliant album it's like again it 's propelled by these 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 interludes that go throughout the album, oh, yeah. and I, I suppose we, we've celebrated the great. Shall we cite the not so great, which was the 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 interlude called "Sexy." Oh my god!
1: Which is? you going to bring
2: that one up? The I I just <laughs> you know I you know I, we got to be fair. We got to can't just say it's great. Now to me, oh this I wouldn't put this on the album. That's just my take yeah. on it. I wouldn't have done this. Um, it's just, yeah but i don't even yeah. get what's happening she's calling some does she not know, does she know the guy like what's does diddy? he know i've sorry she's she's calling diddy but, but wait! But he's like, who is this? And even when right. he's like, oh, okay, you're like, oh, you're 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 cool. He's yeah. still like, what's your name? It's like, well, yeah. does she know you? Do you not know her? What's happening? I don't even understand the dynamic of.
1: I, I don't. I don't know. I think I like in the studio. I think I thought this was funny, and uh, I, don't I don't know.
2: But it's, yeah. It's it's uh-huh. it's not one I would know have no. put on the album it's yeah. a yeah, yeah but kind of. yeah and I feel sorry for Puff like to take that call I mean I always <laughs> because in terms of interludes do you remember the first total album where Keisha is getting intimate with it is Puffy again and she right. starts to spank ultimately and it's <laughs> Puff <laughs> and it's like oh dude Stop calling girls on interludes. Like, just, like... <laughs> stop answering. Yeah,
0: I don't know just... if you on the first
1: three minutes. Hang up. Just, just hang up. Let that be a message it... to you guys. When yeah. You take these calls. Don't know who the person is. Don't let them talk exactly. to you for like a minute and a half. And then.
2: <laughs> and people said Puffy has an ego. Are you serious? No way. Yeah, <laughs> Not to take part in these interludes. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So I wouldn't personally have put this on the album so oh. there you go
1: exactly yeah i heard that but i was like next okay <laughs> so, yeah as soon as the toilet stops flushing yeah know, next yeah, we're on the next one there we go yeah
2: um we so, always like to gosh and i got i'm gonna confess uh all all but like one of these totally passed me by but i know we always like to talk about uh remixes kind of in support oh, yeah. of the album and man i had absolutely no idea there were so many like it's insane how many i've managed to sort of pull from discogs and and stuff but i can say i did buy the waterfalls uh the uk version of the single oh oh, well like a year ago it was (sighs) on like a thrift store a secondhand store and i was just going through it and saw it and thought and thought wow there's an there was an organized noise uh (sighs) remix and I thought, brilliant, I had no idea this existed, so I picked it up. It's great, it's brilliant to have. I, I can't believe it completely passed me by, but there's a, as as, re- as regards to Waterfalls, there's a Darp remix. Uh, I think it's just those two remixes that I could find for Waterfalls, but Creep has an Untouchables mix, Jermaine Dupree's uh, Jeep mix. There's the Super Smooth mix, there's another Darp mix for Creep. Uh, red light special has an la flavor mix uh there's a gerald hall mix um there was a b-side as well uh, entitled my secret enemy which was a song that didn't make the album and you could find that on the red light special mm. uh cd single uh digging on you has the soul power remix the yes. ADF uh from untouchables uh too, carl man. mcintosh has uh, a remix as well, and as an LA Live remix of "Digging on You" as well. Like, I, did you were you aware of any of these? Some of these, one of these.
1: Uh, I had the the. I almost went with the Eddie Almost, but I picked oh, for digging song. on you. Yeah, because you know me wow, okay. and, and picking remixes. But yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> and this was hard. Yeah, like, with what, what song am I am going to pick? Um, but this time um if i can find a good remix where I'm like oh that's better than the original then i'm like mm. okay i'll do it but i mean they were good and i and i have like uh like one two three i think you um sound you shared um most of the ones that i had found um wow. for creep red light special and digging on you and yeah. I didn't hear the UK version of Waterfalls. So that
2: one Oh Oh, no, I think, uh, sorry, I, I I think that was the, I think there were different CDs released for different uh, regions, so which just contained uh, variations of the same song. So I think for Waterfalls, there was a, U- a US one, a UK one, and there was a Japanese one as well. Oh, well, Japanese, um, yeah. I, yeah, Japanese always have, have, have the best ones that. for some reason. They
1: do, and that that's, ooh, I want to know how that happens. Like, I know, I I'm don't always get it, the why? Extra bonus cuts. I'm like, ah. Uh, yeah, there's there's yeah,
2: okay. oh, I, I don't understand why Japan always gets in. But, I don't know, yeah.
1: there's something to that. I don't know if we have to fly there and do some investigation, <laughs> I don't know, but they do, <laughs> they, do. they always have the extra yeah. cuts that are good, but um, yeah, uh, I just i didn't find one where I was like, okay, I could. Not use the album version, so I'm sticking with the album this time. But okay, that oh, still, still made things difficult because so, there were so many songs. I'm like, which one am I gonna pick? And so, hmm, well, you know, when we get to that part, we'll, we'll go through it.
2: Well, I think, uh, uh yeah, one? I feel I think with it, I've just looked up actually the the the, the wow, there's quite a lot. So, the, the different the varying singles that were released. Yeah. For waterfalls, so there was a European CD single which had waterfalls with no rap, and it had the uh, Organized Noise remix. There's an Aust- oh, it was an Australian cassette single, cassette. which had oh. yeah. So it was a, obviously a, a specific selection of six tracks wow. uh, for that one, which had the single edit, the DARP remix, the instrumental. Uh, the Organized Noise remix, the Organized Noise instrumental, and the album version. There is a U.S. CD single, which was five tracks. Oh, gosh, there's an Australian and Japanese singles. Wow. U.S. 12-inch single. Jeez, gosh, loads. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and now
1: you know how you get diamond status. But um... <laughs> no, no. DJs Brilliant. love all the, 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 the different remixes. so yes yeah yeah
2: uh, it's amazing and this album doesn't even even have your uh, no scrubs isn't it? <laughs> yeah. i know i, amazing. I know
1: I, I almost picked that album but i was like let's let's go with this one yeah you know so yeah for, you know yeah. it's the the crazy for left eye, the sexy for chili and the cool for t-boss and it's mm. funny because. Chili was all oh, wait. I'm the sexy one. What? So it's, funny. <laughs> it's interesting, right? But yeah, that's how they they uh, um, left. I came up with the title for this album uh, while they were oh, wicked. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: cool. Nice. Uh, are there any kind of any other lasting uh, impressions that you, you you had or wanted to share for uh, for the album? It's a great pick. It's it was really cool. This is when I was had a lot of fun, sort of reconnecting with. Um, I think sometimes it's one of those things where the singles left the bigger impression sometimes. And it's always really good to, to kind of go back to the album and think, wow, it's been, it's been a really long time since I've heard the album track sometimes. And um, yeah, I, I, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed sort of reconnecting with it. Um, But again, I mean, this is an album that's just going to live forever. I mean, just those four singles alone, massive, massive selling uh, singles. So yeah anything yes. further from yourself no
1: no i it, it, i think we've uh hit all the notes i wanted to to talk about so yeah it's, it's been a leaves, fun
2: yeah time. i've really i've really enjoyed it yeah i i, I, I again i i'd like to go back to their their first one at some point as well and um yeah
1: that'll be the first time we talk about the, uh Multiple albums from the same artist. Mm. Yeah, hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah, so. I haven't. Yeah, I have to check that. Um, check it mm-hmm. out because again, I've still not heard it, so I'd like to.
1: Oh, okay. Then it would. Kind of, okay. Yeah, yeah be so then you'll. Yeah, that would be a good one too because there's uh, there's some good songs on that one as well.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So you said uh, you know we've we've teased our closing number, um, <laughs> and I'm very I'm very curious. I'm I'm. Uh, well, I, I'm guessing yes. it's not one that didn't have a remix, because I think you kind of cited that none of the remixes were better than the version of the originals. I'm guessing you're going to go with uh, one of the singles, but I'll, I'll say no more. I'll hand it over to I, yourself.
1: Well, you know, I I was so close to picking if I was your girlfriend. But, you know, that's just the <laughs> Prince head in me. Um <laughs> And but I was like, no, let's we'll we'll uh, we'll break from that. And um, I'm going to pick Waterfalls to take us out. And Perfect. and that was that was and I'm like, and it's only because I heard it. But that was the first one I listened to when I was doing the replay today. Otherwise, cause, mm. you know, Creep, um, Red Light Special. Both of those were high up on the list as well. So it was like, okay, pick a song. Stick with the song. So <laughs> that's mm. that's what we're gonna do. But I haven't heard the UK version, but I I like the album version of it. So yeah, I'll stick with the album.
2: It's um yeah, uh, there's that's the right one, really, isn't yeah. it? Like, if yeah. one of us would would absolutely have to have have picked it. It's the perfect one to close with. It's the it's the correct one, isn't it? So, yeah, that yeah. was going to live forever. I think.
1: I think so. I think. Um, I think that song and with the video really solidified them. You know, creative, their creative uh, spirit and mm. uh, in the genre. So, yeah. <laughs>